Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children. Music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. 
Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, Monday through Thursday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, and Fridays at 10.30 p.m. Pacific, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, rdgable at yahoo.com is our first email. The second backup email is tstradio at protonmail.com. And if you'd like to contact us in another way, such as social media, you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter as well. If you search The Secret Teachings on any radio or podcast application, you'll find the show. You can listen for free. We also make a little bit of money off that from the advertisements. Or you can get the ad-free show on our website with our montages and my digital books at www.thesecretteachings.com. Info. And in the archive, if you ever see that a show is missing, usually it's because you haven't reloaded your app or your page. People ask me all the time, why is the show not coming up? Did you reload it? No. Well, that's probably the reason why. Although sometimes there are technical issues. All the shows get uploaded the day after or the night of. So our shows from earlier this week on Florida Man, the roundtable we did on Monday, that funny, fun show And then on Tuesday last night, that show about the Leaning Tower of Babel, where we discuss language, and not just language in the spoken sense, but all kinds of language, body language, etc. That show is also in the archive. You can listen and download it right now. On tonight's broadcast, we're going to go into the Secret Teachings Archive just a little bit and pull out some relatively recent shows that we've done and expand on them with some updated information. And some of the things we're going to talk about, you may get the impression that that subject will be the entirety of the show. It won't be, though. You may get the impression that whatever the subject is, that's all we talk about. It's not. What we're going to do tonight is update some recent shows based on some recent information that actually ties together, that actually connects and forges these bonds between topics that I put together but normally are not put together in media or anywhere else. They're always presented as separate issues. So, for example, we did a show just a couple of days ago. This was last Monday called Bees Are a Zero-Sum Game. That show involved a little bit of information on genetic engineering, a little bit of information on pop culture, a little bit of information on things that are more occult, let's say. I want to run down a little recap of that show with you. And then I want to share with you a story from the Miami Herald, which I think is probably one of the biggest stories of the year but it certainly won't be presented that way because it's another one of those throwaway stories that nobody really cares about because you're not told to care about it. Now, I'm not telling you what to believe, what to think, but I certainly am telling you that I think you should care about this story, and we'll get to it here in just a few minutes. So last week, bees are a zero-sum game. Here's what we discussed. In 2022, early 2022, the National Geographic published an article about what they called contagious vaccines or vaccines that could be distributed 
in the environment, between animals, between humans, whether you consent to those vaccines or not. Now, these are not vaccines. Go back to last night's show. These are not vaccines in the way that you assume that they are. Like, it's not what's, what's sort of implied or inferred by the word. This is something totally different. This is akin to a form of genetic engineering, gene tampering, mRNA technology, and, well, biological warfare or biosynthetic warfare. Multiple layers and levels to that warfare. So contagious vaccines. Basically, the plague could be spread through the air without your consent, without your knowledge. Now, research on these contagious vaccines began in 1999. This was back in 1999, 1998, somewhere around there. These scientists, these researchers, genetic researchers, they went to a little island off the coast of Spain, I believe it was, and they tagged these rabbits in the wild. They microchipped them. I think it was like 147 rabbits or something like that. And they released them back into the population. Some of them were not microchipped, others were. And they gave them a kind of vaccine that when they recaptured the rabbits, they found antibodies, or what they called antibodies, had been, I guess you could say, shed or spread to some of the other rabbits who had not received the quote-unquote vaccine. Now, this was back in the 90s, okay? So this wasn't necessarily a recent thing. This was over two decades ago. And after this research was concluded, the idea was that, well, we could potentially... And, and for the record, the vaccines were some, there was some kind of rabbit fever and something else that they were, they were just experimenting with. Uh, the conclusion was that these self-spreading or contagious vaccines could very easily be distributed in animal populations, even in, in, in human populations. And perhaps it could even jump from animal to human. The National Geographic acknowledged that. And they said that they're working on, these scientists are working on a kind of vaccine that would be used for humans for things like Ebola, for example, and other kinds of quote-unquote viruses, bacteria, diseases. Now, soon after the National Geographic published that story, the FDA announced that, and these are not connected to things, but just for a timeline, the FDA announced that they've approved, rubber-stamped, a gene-edited beef cattle, uh, gene-edited beef cattle that could, quote, better withstand hot weather. Now, when the FDA announced this, it just so happened to be within the wheelhouse, if you will, of when those hundreds of cattle had dropped dead at a few different places in the United States, all simultaneously, as if they all came to heat, <laughs> they all had heat stroke at the same time which even if it was heat, you don't, they don't all die at the same time. It doesn't make any sense. It's likely that they were poisoned or they had eaten something that was, that was contaminated, intentional or otherwise. They don't all die of heat stroke at the same time. So anyway, gene-edited beef cattle. The FDA said, yeah, we're pretty much going to approve this, but it's only because of climate change, and that's why... We need gene-edited cattle because the weather's so hot and we need cattle that can withstand the heat. I mean, cattle already can withstand the heat, so I don't 
well, it's too hot. We got to modify them. Well, that just gives companies that do the modification, it just gives them ownership of the cattle. I, I, I can't imagine that ranchers, just like some farmers, would be okay with that. They don't want to have a company that owns their their basically their land because they planted some kind of genetically engineered seed in the ground. So those are two things at the beginning of last year. Then, something we've been covering on this show since 2013, 10 years now, something that we were told by Keith Rowland from Dark Matter Radio, when Art Bell was still alive, we were told by Keith Rowland, we made it up. It was all made up, fictitious, until I sent him the, the article, and he said, oh, well, that's actually a good thing. He was just kind of a, just kind of a, I don't know, just a angry guy or just didn't like what me or something. I don't know. Maybe he liked, he liked Jimmy better. I don't know. So we've been covering this since 2013. The news has been out since 2008 that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation had paid Japanese researchers to develop a mosquito that through its saliva would basically be what they called in their own words a, quote, flying syringe. See a connection to the contagious vaccines, the rabbit study back in the 1990s early 2000s. So this mosquito, flying syringe, wasn't talked about as being a flying syringe when they went to introduce it into the wild down in the state of Florida, where I was still living at the time. And they said that they were going to release these mosquitoes in south to central somewhere in their Florida. Now, the whole point of the release, they said, it wasn't about flying vaccinators. It was about killing other invasive mosquitoes or mosquitoes that could spread dengue fever and things like that. So it's all it's about health, right? But not through vaccines, just through killing the mosquitoes that spread the disease. And, ta- and then they talk about how it's, it's trying to get rid of invasive mosquitoes by releasing something you've genetically modified into an, un- an unnatural thing, into a natural environment that is invasive. But who am I to determine what is real or what is not real anymore? What's factual or not factual anymore? So contagious vaccines in the 90s, flying syringes that they've released in Florida and in California. I believe they also did a study in California, open air, open world. And then more recently, up in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm just doing this off the top of my head, I believe it was in Seattle, that there was a woman who was in the news because she put her arm into a box of mosquitoes to get a vaccine, like an actual vaccine. So They say they're going to work on them for flying syringes to deliver vaccines. Then when they distribute them, they tell people, no, don't worry. It's to kill the other mosquitoes, not to do something to you. And then when they complete the research, and you can read the studies from the University of Florida and these companies. There's Oxitec is one of the companies that teamed up with Bill and Melinda Gates. They paid them a bunch of money. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation did to this Oxitec company. It's a UK company. And then they they basically acknowledge, okay, yeah, we've done the studies now out in the real world, but that was from that was for getting rid of invasive mosquitoes. So we released our own invasive mosquitoes. <laughs> Funny how that works. And then they had this study about distributing a vaccine through the mosquitoes by some bra- brave woman who stuck her arm into a box and she just got all kinds of vaccines in her arm. I'm not lying about that. I'm not making that up or exaggerating. Just type it in. Woman, vaccine, mosquito, Type, I think it's like 200 mosquitoes in a box vaccinate some woman or something like that. Look that up. You'll find it. So we've got 
vaccines distributed through mosquitoes, vaccines that can be spread as almost like a contagion, the idea of a contagion, if you will, through rabbits or from animals to humans. And then we have genetically modified cattle, genetically modified plants, etc. Now, let's just say, because most people don't even believe that a contagious vaccine is a thing or that a fertility regulating vaccine is a thing uh, or that a flying syringe is a thing. It's, it's not in the common person's lexicon or wheelhouse or observational you know, point of view. So I, I, I think, because it is in my, my, my range of vision, I think that you could also distribute more than a vaccine by implication through those mosquitoes or through those rabbits or through whatever it is. I mean, you could just transfer genetic material of any kind directly to a human population. And maybe the point is not to directly control it. It's just to let it naturally happen so that it spreads and infects and sheds on everything. We're not talking about COVID-19 vaccines. We're talking about 1999 contagious vaccines, 2008 flying mosquito syringes. This is all official, major universities, foundations, mainstream media, put it all together. It's all coming from the same place, the funding, the research, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought when I did that show last week, bees are a zero sum game, that this idea of using genetically altered crops and slightly genetically altered creatures and using them to spread vaccines or using them to spread genetic material sounds really similar to the plot or one of the plots of the X-Files. Using vaccines and genetic engineering, particularly relating to, to bees and corn in the X-Files, it's very similar to what's happening today. Genetically engineered corn is the number one genetically engineered product. And we talked about last week, which is what spawned the idea for the show, the U.S. federal regulatory agencies have the FDA has cleared a vaccine for bees because they say the bees are dying. Now, the bees have also been dying for a very long time, and you haven't heard a lot about that for a while. One, because environmental left-leaning people have lost their GD mind, and they don't care about that anymore. They care about abortion. The other main reason you don't hear about it a lot anymore is because the company that was researching it, Biologics, was bought by the company that they linked the colony collapse disorder to, i.e. biotechnology companies, in this particular case, Monsanto, which was then bought by Bayer. They bought Biologics that linked the bee deaths to neonicotinoids, which are chemicals, which are insecticides, and, which is an obvious one, and to high fructose corn syrup coming from GM corn, genetically engineered corn, genetically modified corn, and HFCS corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, is what they're using to feed some of the honeybees. They linked it to those two things. When you heat HFCS up, it creates a chemical called HMF, and that's toxic to humans and to bees, and then the company gets bought, and then you don't hear about it anymore. So all these things kind of sound similar to the X-Files. So I was thinking... You know, alien colonists are here on Earth. They make an alliance with humans once humans develop. 
And humans make this alliance because they want to survive colonization by becoming alien-human hybrids. So this group known as the Syndicate plans to release the virus on a global scale, this alien virus, by using genetically modified corn, which transmits material to bees that then transport the material to humans. The virus material given by the colonists, however, triggers a gestation of an alien creature that then kills the human host. It's a scam. The aliens are are conning the humans in the X-Files. And in the later seasons, you learn that the aliens plan to use the Spartan virus placed in the smallpox vaccine to edit human DNA and to destroy what they call the, or what we call the, immune system. Also similar to the TV show Utopia, create a panic over a deadly virus that isn't deadly, and then people demand vaccines that then sterilize them. FRVs, fertility regulating vaccines, are a very real thing. So instead of the material being put in the corn and then to bees and then transmitted to humans, you put it into the mosquitoes or you give the vaccines to the bees in their food. That's how they're going to do it. They transmit it then to what they pollinate and then you consume what they pollinate. And if that doesn't get you the mosquitoes, well, now this isn't meant to scare you. It's just the plot of the X-Files is just sort of turned around. They're using genetically engineered insects or insects that are flying syringes or vaccinated honeybees and other kinds of bees to spread genetic material to the crops that are also genetically engineered. And then you consume them and that material, just like in the X-Files, it kind of turns you into this hybrid thing that maybe you're not owned by aliens or you become a, an artificial womb for aliens, you know, but you become property of the corporation that is happy to take a farmer's land because they have an organic farm, but a seed from another farm that Monsanto has a patent on blew down the road and landed on that farmer's property. It's hard to really regulate and quantify that. So the use of genetically engineered altered mosquitoes to transmit genetic material to other mosquitoes, causing sterility in those mosquitoes, has already been achieved in mosquitoes, it certainly could be amplified and extended to humans. And if they can be engineered to carry any one particular thing, they can be engineered to carry any other particular thing. It's as simple as that. Now, the 1999 experiment off the coast of Spain, this little island, they called these contagious vaccines self-spreading. Other self-spreading vaccines they're working on for bovine tuberculosis. They could perhaps end that with genetically modified cattle, right? Now, the zero-sum game I said that was being played involves other technologies as well. Technologies that strip away what it means to be human, that strip away what it means to be organic, to be alive, etc. And the bee is a perfect symbol because the bee traditionally represents the lower kingdom and it represents obedience. Worker bees, drones, turning you effectively into that. Whether you're a drone for the corporation or some alien colonists, the idea is essentially the same. Now recently you may not, and that was last Monday's show, you may not have heard this story. 
This is from NPR, as I, as I uh, alluded to earlier. The ozone layer is on track to recover in the coming decades, the United Nations says. The Earth's ozone layer is on its way to recovering thanks to decades of work to get rid of ozone-damaging chemicals, a panel of international experts backed by the UN, the United Nations, has found. The ozone layer serves an important function for living things on Earth. This shield in the stratosphere protects humans and the environment from harmful levels of the sun's ultraviolet radiation. Okay, so since the 80s, they've been saying the ozone layer is depleted, it's falling apart, it's dying, the planet's going to blow up, I don't know. But they're saying now it's healing. Okay, it's healing. Now, I find this interesting because this was just announced on January 10th. The ozone layer is healing. And it comes as an announcement quite close to the open acknowledgement, largely at the end of last year, more than ever. This just happened to be in the New Yorker of what they call, in their own words, sun dimming, which is a process of dimming the sun, sun dimming to cool the planet, an idea that we are inching towards. Now, how would they dim the sun? Well, they would take tiny little particles, sulfur dioxide, aluminum, calcium carbonate, even diamond dust, and they would quote, this is a quote from the article, inject aerosol particles into the stratosphere. That's the same stratosphere that we're talking about with the ozone layer. So suddenly the ozone layer is healed, all the rest of the planet's dying, and then suddenly there's geoengineering acknowledged, injecting aerosol particles, and it's in the stratosphere. What they're alluding to, what they're preparing you for, is the announcement that geoengineering has been happening, it's to save the planet, and it's already healed the ozone layer. And if you go to the very end of this New Yorker article, it's a very lengthy article, to go to the very, very end of it, very, very end of it, it says solar panels and wind turbines, along with other green energies and geoengineering, are our, quote, best vaccine against high temperatures, but also against the hubris of one more giant gamble, referring to geoengineering as the gamble. These are the vaccines against what could potentially happen. Geoengineering would be the, 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 the absolute last resort. But they've already been doing it. And they're going to eventually tell you that they've healed the ozone layer. It doesn't make any sense. So the planet's dying, but the ozone layer suddenly is healing. Maybe the planet heals by itself. Maybe the weather and the environment and the climate change based on cycles, the sun, the moon, the jet stream... Maybe those things play some kind of part in everyday life, everyday experience. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about what is now being called a no-needle vaccine. This is the Miami Herald on the 20th of January, just a few days ago, a no-needle vaccine. Sounds like self-spreading, contagious vaccines or flying syringes. I'll tell you more about that after break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
It's The Secret Teachings, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, airing exclusively five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. It's 2023, the year of the rabbit, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on GroundZero.radio. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable. You know you can always listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio. I don't need it. And for free in the monetized archives on our website or on any radio or podcast player. I don't need it. But you can also help support the show by subscribing to the ad-free archive with montages, digital books, and a private RSS feed. I definitely don't need it. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. I need support economically and energetically will keep us on air into the future. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana? Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Or if that's not enough, check out Good Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings, but most importantly, it supports you. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. So back in the 90s, researchers found a way to spread what they called was a vaccine, but what was really genetic material, God knows what else, from rabbit to rabbit in a controlled experiment on an island using microchips. And they said that the antibodies from vaccinated rabbits spread to ones that weren't vaccinated. This was 1999. They called these self-spreading vaccines. Within a decade, Japanese professor and university were petitioned and paid by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to develop a flying syringe, a mosquito that could transmit a vaccine to anybody. When those experiments started beginning in Florida, for example, they said it wasn't about that with the company Oxitec that was financed to run the the real-world experiment. It was actually about killing invasive mosquitoes, big mosquitoes that spread diseases like dengue fever. And then when they concluded their experiments in California and Florida, and they're still talking about them today, there was this announcement about a woman who was vaccinated using a box of mosquitoes. You just type in 200 mosquitoes, do the vaccinating, and I believe it was NPR was the article I had. In fact, I'm going to pull that up 
a box of 200 mosquitoes, here it is, a box of 200 mosquitoes did the vaccinating in this malaria trial. That's not a joke. Trust NPR, right? This was in September of last year. We did a whole show on it. It was up in Seattle. Carolina Reed sat in a room with nine other volunteers, each waiting to take part in a clinical trial for a new experimental malaria vaccine. She put her arm over a cardboard box filled with 200 mosquitoes and covered with a mesh that keeps them in but still lets them bite. And she got, well, really messed up. Her arm is just looks like it's so, like she's transforming into some kind of monster because it swelled up and she looks like she had one of the worst allergic reaction, one of the worst rashes, blisters, etc. that I, I've ever seen. But that's okay because she's doing her part for science. She was just an, an experiment in a vaccine trial that didn't actually use needles. It used at the University of Washington. It used mosquitoes. And they even called it a vaccine trial. It's a trial for vaccines. And a Seattle physician and scientist, Dr. Sean Murphy, lead author on a paper in Science Translational Medicine released in August, uh, August 24th last year detailing vaccine trials, said this. This is a quote. We use the mosquitoes like they're 1,000 small flying syringes. Okay, well, that's quite interesting because here in front of me, you can hear the paper rattling. I just pulled out Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Global Grand Challenges, production of a transgenic mosquito as a flying syringe to deliver protective, now it's protective, protective, vaccine via saliva. Professor Hiroyuki Matsuoka of Jiji Medical University in Japan in 2008 will attempt to design a mosquito that can produce and secrete a malaria vaccine protein into a host's skin. I don't just sit here on the secret teachings and say Bill Gates because it's a talking point. I don't have talking points. I don't have much rhetoric, unless it's based in fact. When I hear Dr. Sean Murphy say, a thousand small syringes, and they're flying syringes, he's usually, he's usually literally using the, the, the usual talking point of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that is creating flying syringes. It says right here on their website, transgenic mosquito as a flying syringe. And then Dr. Sean Murphy in a vaccine trial for malaria calls them flying syringes. And that's precisely what this professor in Japan was tasked with doing. Having the mosquitoes secrete a malaria vaccine protein. That is a quote from the article. So that means that this is a Bill and Melinda Gates funded eugenics trial is what it is. And it's done up in Seattle. So you can imagine that it's close enough to Bill Gates' home base. He can come and check on it. Well, he probably funds the university. He probably funds Dr. Sean Murphy. You can imagine the other connections based on what you've seen so far. So contagious, self-spreading, flying syringes. Doesn't sound like you need a needle, right? Well, according to the Miami Herald, January 20th, 2023, take a listen to this. A no-needle COVID vaccine may protect you better, researchers say. How does it work? Now, this is the Miami Herald saying this, okay? 
The Miami Herald is reporting on a no-needle vaccine. You don't need a needle. You won't be injected with it. Likewise, you won't actually have to take a pill either. So how do you get this vaccine? There's no needle. There's no pill. There's no mosquito. There's no rabbit that's going to shed. How do you get this vaccine then? Allow me to tell you. Could a no-needle COVID-19 vaccine protect against the virus better than traditional shots? And as I read you the next part of the article here, I want you to be aware because this is um, should be uh, abundantly clear that we're not just talking about malaria vaccines with the flying syringes or the mosquitoes, and we're not just talking about COVID-19 vaccines with the no-needle vaccine. This new vaccine created up in Canada is far more effective at kickstarting the body's protective immune response than, quote, shots, according to researchers at McMaster University in Ontario. And I want to say that's the same area where Dr. Ryan Gregory or Professor Ryan Gregory said that we should rename the COVID variants after monsters to terrify people. And that's what they're doing. This is based far more effective. This is based on the results of published preclinical trials, which have paved the way for the vaccine to be studied in people. They're already jumping to this new vaccine being studied in people. They don't even have all the details on the shots They don't even have all the details on the side effects, the symptoms, the myocarditis, pericarditis, thrombosis, blood clotting, prions disease, Guillain-Barre syndrome, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're, They're collecting this in real time. So to move on quickly, to move on to this new vaccine that doesn't need a needle seems very, very suspicious. Just like the woman signing up to go to the mosquito trial for the malaria vaccine. That doesn't seem suspicious to you when Bill and Melinda Gates financed that 15 years ago? Or are you just unaware that they financed this research and that it's all about big corporations controlling your body, patenting data, DNA, to control you, to change who you are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then that concern you or are you just not aware of it she's not aware of it the lady and the other nine people in that study up in seattle so what is this vaccine well it's called a quote inhaled covid19 vaccine and again it's not just covid19 it could be any vaccine the contagious vaccines in spain back in the 90s were for ebola uh I think there was one for tuberculosis and there's a bunch of others. So they're working on these back in the 90s for a lot of different things. So the article from the Miami Herald says this. It's not a very long article, but I want to read you the whole thing. I think I want to read the whole thing to you here. With the first phase of studies in people underway. Oh, they've already studied this in people. They've already got people inhaling these vaccines. The researchers have now received over $8 million in funding to support a larger phase two study involving up to 500 people in the coming months. So they're expanding the study. The university announced this information just four days ago, a few days ago. The funding comes 
officially this $8 million from the Canadian Institutes for Health Research. And I bet you if you do a little digging there, it's not really the point of tonight's show, you're going to find a Bill and Melinda Gates hand involved somewhere. Given COVID-19's ability to evolve, the researchers say, I'm reading this from the Miami Herald, given its ability to evolve, researchers say their vaccine has the potential to protect against Omicron and other variants that emerge. Didn't they tell us this at the beginning with the original vaccines? Isn't that what Dr. Fauci and Walensky and even your Lord and Savior Donald Trump told you? They all told you the vaccines are going to work. They're going to work. You're not going to get sick. These are fantastic, amazing, terrific, beautiful, best ever vaccines that I ever invented. It's, you know, whether it's Donald Trump or it's Dr. Fauci or any of these people, they all lied to you. And furthermore, when you realize that you've been lied to and deceived, you don't double down on the lie unless you're an egomaniac, unless you're a psychopath, unless your intention is to work with that system to, well, kill people, main people, and then also to mislead people by making people think that even if you don't get a vaccine, you're still dying from heart attacks because of the vaccine. Now, there's no doubt that vaccines can shed self-spreading, flying syringes, contagious, flying syringes, contagious vaccines. Those are real things. But people are having heart attacks. Do you see the story about diamond and silk? And they haven't really acknowledged whether, uh, I think it was uh, diamond who, was, who died She dropped suddenly. Well, that's what happens when you have a heart attack. Was she vaccinated? They haven't really been open about whether or not she's been vaccinated. If she wasn't vaccinated, it probably wasn't someone shedding on her. She was probably having a heart attack from poor lifestyle decisions. So it's it's probably not a vaccine. But they condition you now to think every disease is caused by SARS-CoV-2. Every illness, every cough. Likewise, every heart problem, everything that you experience outside of COVID-19 is also either the fault of COVID-19 or it's a, it's a vaccine, depending on what side of the political or conspiratorial aisle you sit on. I'm here to tell you it's not always either of those. It's certainly not the former, and it's usually more so the latter, but not always. It's probably less than half of the time, like probably less than a quarter of the time or less than that where it's actually vaccine-related. It's people dying from other things. Not to, not to say that people haven't died, but that's, not, that's a rhetoric that I don't use here on the show because it's freaking preposterous, and it doesn't align up, line up with reality. People die, but people die from a lot of things. Calling it the vaccine is as bad as calling a guy who gets in a motorcycle accident a COVID death. So the researchers say this. Dr. Matthew Miller, who's leading the studies, say the current vaccine strategy for COVID-19 has us constantly chasing the virus, and it's clear that we simply can't keep up. Well, virologists, immunologists should have known that because I knew that, and I'm not one of those people, should have known that when they released the first vaccines. But they want you to feel as if the whole system failed, the whole system collapsed, so we have to reset everything. And we can use new technologies to do it, like an inhalable vaccine. Miller added, our team has developed a vaccine strategy aimed at circumventing this cycle and the need to constantly update these vaccines by targeting parts of the virus that are resistant to mutation and inducing strong immunity at the site where infection actually occurs. Well, how do you know where the infection actually occurs? You can breathe it in, right? I don't believe that's how you get sick, but you breathe it in. 
your eyes, your ears, mucous membranes. How how are you going to treat it at the actual? Is it is is it, he must be implying? I think that's what he's implying that it's the nose. You're inhaling it, right? Which is really really misleading because if you're uh, a professor of biochemistry and biomedical sciences, you should know that based on traditional viral th- theory, it's still a theory, like cell theory is a theory, germ theory is a theory, that a virus gets in through your eyes too. Like why do you think they they wear those big suits? They don't just cover their mouths in those laboratories. They wear the big suits because you could inhale it. It could get in your eye, an open wound, whatever, right? That's just the standard way that we've always looked at vaccines and, 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 and virus or viruses, not so vac- not vaccines, but viruses. And if they're talking about vaccines targeting those specific areas, he's saying that the inhalable vaccine will target the area of infection. But how can you know where the infection's occurring when it can enter into your body from different places? Kissing. Right? People breathe with their mouths. It's not going in through your nose. So it doesn't make a lot of sense why they're just isolating the nose and you're inhaling this vaccine. And that's supposed to target the direct area where it's happening. And that then they can stop the they can stop the, the virus that way. And that's that's your vaccine. It's an inhalable vaccine that stands guard at your nose. Screw your mouth and your eyes and all your other body parts. It's just it's just the nose. So the reason that this is important. The reason that I feel that this is significant is because there's this this aura around around this um, this occult aura around this idea. For example, last night we talked about the Tower of Babel. It's a story present in a lot of different cultures. It's uh, the Mormon religion, Judaism, Islam, Greece, Sumeria. It's similar, like flood stories all over the world. There's also in religious theological studies, the creation of man by God, right? And you read that if you go to the book of Genesis, the creation of man, where it says, Genesis 2-7, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. That's how Adam came into existence, right? You probably know that story. So let's keep that in mind as we proceed through the rest of this article. To date, there is no authorized alternative to COV-19 vaccines involving injections in the U.S. Nearly 70% of the population has been vaccinated with two doses and roughly 15% has received the latest updated booster shot according to the CDC. The Canadian researchers hope that their needleless, pain-free vaccine, yes, euthanasia and genetic alterations are pain-free. It's a pain-free rape. It's pain-free theft. I'm going to steal your TV. I'm going to steal your wallet. But it won't actually hurt you because I'm not going to physically threaten you. So the district attorney, the prosecutors will let me go because I didn't threaten you directly. I just stole all your stuff and violated your personal space. So... Pain-free, that's a good thing, right? That's why people don't want vaccines. You're scared of needles. No, that's, that's not why I don't want it. I don't want it because I don't trust Pfizer and I don't trust big corporations to keep me healthy when they are one of the leading causes of why there's so much illness in the world. 
but they say it will encourage people to get vaccinated because it's pain-free. Is that really why people are holding out? <laughs> I don't think so. So how does the inhaled COVID-19 vaccine work or any inhalable vaccine? It says the inhaled COVID vaccine is administered through a nebulizer, a device that transforms liquid into an inhalable mist. That's according to McMaster University, if you didn't know what a nebulizer was. Its design is based on decades of university research on an inhaled tuberculosis vaccine. Oh, they've been doing this before. My bad. I didn't realize they were doing inhalable tuberculosis vaccines. They're also working on contagious tuberculosis vaccines. So theoretically, we go back to the 90s. We look at the rabbit studies. We go back to the early 2000s. We look at the mosquito studies, the flying syringes. They just did this test up in Seattle at the end of last year. And then you learn that they've been working on inhalable tuberculosis vaccines as contagious vaccines, they've also been working on those as well for tuberculosis or bovine tuberculosis, other kinds of tuberculosis. So basically an inhaled vaccine could theoretically be a contagious vaccine. In other words, you could inhale it, not necessarily through a nebulizer, and then spread it to other people, which even the National Geographic said was one of the ethical drawbacks of doing that research because you could give it to people that want it they could inhale it directly, or you could spray it in the atmosphere. That's what the New Yorker is talking about with sun dimming particles. And people could breathe it in. <sighs> I feel better already. And then they could transmit it to other people. And it's not a vaccine. It's not a virus. It's genetic material that you've inhaled that turns you into a new form of life. Because Genesis 2-7 the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils. That's how man came to life, breathed into his nostrils. When they breathe into your nostrils through a contagious or a non-needle inhalable vaccine, they are breathing new life into you. Keep that in mind. We'll come back to that in just a moment. According to Mr. Miller, we're back to Mr. Miller, the COVID-19 vaccine starts in liquid form and is loaded into a device that turns it into an aerosolized mist. Oh, it is what a nebulizer does, right? Aerosolized. The person who's been vaccinated simply breathes, or being vaccinated simply breathes in this mist, and it gets deposited in their lungs. Oh, very, very convenient. Sounds just like that whole smart dust thing that UC Berkeley was working on. You inhale it, it gets in your lungs, and then they take real-time readouts of your body. Nothing to see here. Preclinical trials published in the peer-reviewed... It's peer-reviewed now, so shut up, conspiracy theorists. Peer-reviewed journal, Cell, demonstrated that this is how it works. The work involved studying the vaccine's effect on mice and revealed the vaccine can effectively induce immunity against current COVID-19 variants and future variants. How, how can it induce immunity against future variants when you don't know what the future variants are? Unless they do know what the future variants are or unless it's all a scam and has nothing to do with the virus's vaccines. It has to do with turning you into a nano-cyborg. And what I mean by that is making you more machine-like, patenting you on a microscopic level that you can't see. You don't have to have wires coming out of your head. That was also in the Exiles. Remember when the lone gunmen were looking at the 
the microchip and the branch DNA. And it's actually, there's like a barcode on it because someone made it. And it's not natural. It's engineered. It's synthetic. Now, the article also says that when you inhale this inhalable vaccine in the mist that's aerosolized, you may be protected. You may be. They said may. May be protecting yourself. This method may be better at protecting against COVID-19 than COVID-19 shots because it directly reaches the lungs and the upper respiratory system where virus where viruses first enter the body, according to researchers. Well, someone should tell the researchers viruses enter the body in other ways as well. So does it not protect against that? Dr. Brian Lichty, who is also involved in developing the vaccine, said the following. We knew that COVID would change. Really? You knew that COVID would change. Then you need to be brought up before a court if you were promoting this. And you need to be, well, let's say you need to be prosecuted for crimes against humanity. Because you lied to people. You knew it was going to change? Okay, if Dr. Brian Lichty knew it was going to change, Pfizer could have maybe mentioned, hey, the virus is going to change. The vaccine won't protect you. But that would undercut their bottom line. That would undercut Moderna's multi-billion dollar obscene profits they've made. But for some reason, people like myself are alone nowadays with people like you. And we just don't have that support we used to have of people that just didn't like when big corporations made money because they lied to people. I don't care if companies make money. I'm all for Amazon and Elon Elon Musk. I don't care if he makes a trillion dollars. Just don't use it to hurt people. Don't make that money by ripping people off. That's when I have a problem. That's my own personal little pet peeve. But let's hear what Dr. Brian Lichty said. We designed our vaccine to anticipate those changes by including portions of the virus that won't change and including portions that are conserved amongst other coronaviruses so that maybe it gives some level of protection against future possible pandemic coronaviruses that don't even exist yet in the human population. Or they design them, they're bioweapons, they're not viruses that make you sick. Or when he says, like, listen to this, listen to these words. This method of the inhaled vaccine may be better, may be better at protecting against COVID-19. You can't believe these people when they say 100% you won't get infected. When they say may, you know that they have no clue what they're talking about. It's a guess. It's a gamble. It's a joke. You're an experiment. You're a rat. You're less than a rat. You're an American. They really hate Americans. But also Indians and black folks and anybody who isn't in the big club. They really hate those people. But then this doctor says, he's a doctor now, so he knows what he's talking about. He says, possible, possible, a possible pandemic or a future possible pandemic that it maybe gives protection against? Let me read it to you again. Maybe it gives some level of level of protection against some level. And there's another thing. Let's just break that down again. Maybe it gives some level, we don't know, of protection against future possible pandemic coronavirus that don't even exist yet. It's funny. You can't prevent people from getting sick, supposedly, with things you already know. So you're going to go another step and create something that will prevent people from getting sick from things you don't know. And I'm supposed to trust and believe in what these researchers are doing. I don't think so. 
The article concludes by saying, now as a result of preclinical trials, the inhaled vaccine is being studied in 30 people who previously received at least two mRNA vaccine doses. Maybe that was the first hit of the bioweapon, according to the university. There's no definitive time when the phase one trials will end, university spokeswoman Michelle Donovan told McClatchy News on January 20th. But it does end, phase two will begin not long after and within the coming months, according to the press release. The 500 people included in phase two, including phase two, will already have gotten at least three mRNA vaccines. Three of them. So you get three, and then you get the inhaled vaccine, and then you have been assimilated. Contagious, self-spreading, flying syringe, no-needle vaccines, inhalable vaccines. You could also probably spray those out the back of planes. They could shed and spread in a lot of different ways. But when you breathe this stuff in, you inhale it. The Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. This is a different breath. It's a new life and a new world. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere. From the occult and theology to history and the paranormal, The Secret Teachings Radio Show brings you that and more Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're looking to learn more in 2023, then look no further than books from The Secret Teachings. The Technological Elixir explores UFOs, artificial intelligence, and demonic contracts in the entertainment industry. Liberty Shrugged is an illuminating and nonpartisan look into American history, focusing on natural law, slavery, and the war for independence. Food philosophy is not a diet book, but it does help alleviate confusion over food industry propaganda with specific focus on bizarre ingredients that are put into your foods. And Occult Arcana is a compendium of esoteric wisdom, from theology and sympathetic magic to witchcraft, voodoo, and the origins of holidays. Get physical and digital copies of these books only at www.thesecretteachings.info. And remember, all physical books also come with a digital copy as well. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can always listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio and for free in the monetized archives on our website or on any radio or podcast player. But you can also help support the show by subscribing to the ad-free archive with montages, digital books, and a private RSS feed. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. Your support economically and energetically will keep us on air into the future. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Laura. I'm from Las Vegas, and I listen to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable because he never fails to provide us with great information from various topics on which he's done extensive and thorough research to back him. Thank you for all that you do and all your hard work, Ryan, and thank you for sharing it with the rest of us. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Why else would you show up with that thing on your back just three days before President Business is going to use the crackle to end the world? President Business is going to end the world? But he's such a good guy. And Octan, they make good stuff. Music, dairy products, coffee, TV shows, surveillance systems, all history books, voting machines. Wait a minute. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. 
Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and crawl out to the fall out back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. It's a new breath of life tonight on The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. A breath of new life. You inhale it. It's supposed to protect you. This new breath from your new lords, your new gods, the new divine. It's supposed to protect you from, well, not just COVID-19, but it could also protect you from tuberculosis and anything else you can think of. The no-needle vaccine. The Miami Herald reported on this January 20th, 2023, just a few days ago. No needle COVID vaccine may protect you better. Well, there's a big word. May protect you better. How does it work? Well, researchers at McMaster University in Ontario are doing, well, just like with all the other vaccines, real-world experiments. Phase one, phase two trials. They're using humans who are guinea pigs, to test these inhalable vaccines. The article from the Miami Herald says, this method of inhalable vaccines may be better at protecting against COVID-19 than available COVID-19 shots. May. May. Dr. Brian Lichty, who's involved in developing the inhalable substance, says that maybe it gives some level of protection against future possible pandemic coronaviruses that, well, at the moment, don't even exist yet in the human population. And how do they do this? Well, they say it targets the lungs and the respiratory system because it's inhalable. You're inhaling it through a nebulizer, and they can make it happen in a lot of other ways, but this is the study. And when you inhale it, it goes in through your nose. And that's where you get most of the virus from. It's in your nose. Did you know that? You know that? It's in your nose. Actually, it can get in through the eyes. You can inhale it through your mouth. It could get in through open wounds. Like These are all theories because that's like germ theory, viral theory, contagion. It's all the same. It's just they're theories. Just theories. They tell you it gets in through the nose. And if it's in the nose, then you know, you've got, you're going to die. Well, point. 1% chance of dying or something like that, unless you get hit by a car, then that's still COVID. Or if you get ripped out of a car by a police officer because you're erratic on fentanyl, then that's also COVID-19 that kills you, according to the autopsy. But the Miami Herald, no needle COVID vaccine may protect you better. Seems like a one-off story, just another story that's in the news cycle that people don't think about, people don't talk about, people don't consider to have any significance or any meaning. Unless you listen to the secret teachings, then you'll know, as we've talked about this many times in the last year, the National Geographic article from 2022, where they're talking about research conducted in the 90s on contagious, self-spreading, shedding vaccines in animal populations, which can then be transmitted to humans. They acknowledge that. Then Bill Gates, in 2008, pays a Japanese professor to develop a flying syringe 
which is a mosquito, flying syringe, genetically modified transgenic mosquito to spread the malaria vaccine. Then they say they're releasing these mosquitoes through Oxitec, another company funded by the same uh, piece of garbage. I was trying to think of a, of a, of a clean word, excuse me, a piece of garbage that anti-human eugenicist filth. Oxitec then releases those mosquitoes and says it's all about getting rid of the dengue fever. And really, because when you finished the study, you moved on to phase two, which was directly putting the mosquitoes in really unfortunate people that signed up because they believed what they were doing was right up in Seattle, which is the home base of, well, the Kraken. And when they did that study up in Seattle, University of Washington, it's kind of weird that the doctor, Sean Murphy, the scientist, the physician, um, he called them flying syringes. Flying syringes. Okay, well, isn't that what Bill Gates called them? Isn't that what Jishi Medical University in Japan called them when Bill Gates funded them to call them that. So it's all coming from the same place. NPR reported 200 mosquitoes did the vaccinating in this malaria trial. It's all coming from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I don't say that because it's rhetoric. I say that because I'm looking, I'm looking at it. It's their website, another website, Main Street, you put it and it's, I think you get the point. So contagious self-spreading flying syringes and no needle vaccines. Now there's another angle to this. There's actually quite a bit to talk about, but there's another angle to this. For example, if you read the book of Genesis, or if you read any other book, any other religious text, I'm not a super Christian, but these books are powerful because they're reservoirs of energy. So many people put their attention and focus into them. They're powerful. They're history books. They're mythology books. They're somewhat littered with real stories, exaggerated stories, metaphors, allegories, uh, you name it. So you take the Bible, you open it up, you see the book of Genesis, and you see the, the well, it's a very well-known Bible verse, Genesis 2-7. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground. And remember what he did to that man after he formed them? Formed him, her, maybe Adam identified as a her. Once God formed they, them, Zize, then he breathed into the nostrils the breath of life. I don't know if you ever saw Sunny in Phil- it's always Sunny in Philadelphia, where Max in the either in the bar he's reading the Bible. He's like, and and God created the earth, and He breathed into His nostrils, and Dee's like, right into His nostrils, huh? Right, right into His nostrils. Yeah. So God breathed into, into this guy's nostrils, and then boom, life is created, and it was that that simple. Now, obviously, this is a much deeper story. God didn't take a piece of clay, and if He did, then He's Ta, the Egyptian god, make a man, and then be like. <sighs> into his nose and then Adam was like oh, it came to life like it's some kind of some kind of you know movie or something I, it's it's a story that has a deeper meaning that's obvious but the point is God the Lord breathed into Adam's nostrils now with the no needle contagious vaccine with things like smart dust things like little green gels that monitor your body's chemical reactions all these things turn you into what I would call a nano-cyborg. A cyborg because you have these mechanical, artificial, synthetic structures in your body. You can talk about magnetogenetics. Um, we can talk about uh, the growing of uh, 
Well, they use, um, was it ferritin? They can combine the ferritin, the iron, to make your cells magnetic, to move them around. New forms of genetic engineering, mRNA technology, CRISPR-Cas9, and then so on and so forth. These are things that you probably know or you've heard. They're not just, they're not buzzwords. They're, They're real things that we've talked about for many years on this show. So when you, when you consider the fact that all of that is making you at least internally more mechanical, right, more synthetic, more artificial, and I've, I've always said this on the show, the goal ultimately of these multinational corporations, of the big banks, of the international groups, the, the WEF, the WEF, and all the others, is to replace organic life. Google has said it for years, Ray Kurzweil, replace organic life with synthetics, And just like uploading yourself into a computer, it doesn't happen because you put a computer wire in your head. It happens by slowly assimilating with the technology and becoming one with it. It's a multifaceted process, a multi-stage, multi-level process. In the same way, these big corporations, banks, international groups, etc., they're able to turn you into something that's non-human by altering your DNA, by kind of like in the X-Files, that little microchip or that little stamp, the little uh, barcode. It has a name, like where it was manufactured. It's not natural. It's it's synthetic. It's artificial. All that in, inside of the body, that creates kind of like a nano cyborg is what I call because it's inside of you. It's not, you don't look like the Borg, but you are being assimilated. We played this clip the other day and I was actually talking to Clyde from Ground Zero, and um, I, I shared this with him because he had talked about how Yuval Harari was discussing God and like something about God is dead and we just haven't found the body or something to that effect. And I told Clyde, I said, did you, and I asked him, I said, did you hear about what Yuval Harari said about light and gravity and the laws of physics? And he said, I he said, I think maybe I did. And then we we wrapped up the conversation. Then Clyde called me back later and he said, can you send me that clip? I said, sure. And I sent it to him. He, I think he used it in that. I didn't get to hear that show. Unfortunately, I have to go back and listen. I'm a, I'm a few shows behind, but I'm pretty sure he used that clip on that show. This was last, was last Friday. So I have that clip. I want to play it for you again, because when you consider the, all the, the again, magnetogenetics and the ferritin, the uh, magnetized cells, CRISPR-Cas9, uh, the hydrogels, the little green gels, the smart dust, inhalable, self-spreading, non-needle-based vaccines that are inhalable that could be dispersed in aerosols into the stratosphere, geoengineering, they call it a vaccine. That's what the New Yorker said. It's a vac- geoengineering, solar panels, all this is a vaccine against global warming. And geoengineering in general is is just, it's not a vaccine. It is the solution to global warming. Now, they call it a vaccine. So you put all that together. And then I want you to listen to what Yuval Harari had to say. Because what he's talking about here is what Samsung has published a, a paper on about creating a world that is non-organic. And this is going to take us back to the idea of breathing into the nostrils and then, of course, the no-needle inhalable nebulizer vaccine. So take a listen to what Yuval Harari had to say about light, gravity, and the laws of physics. Uh, maybe the most important quality to survive and flourish. Oh, and, and, and by the way, uh, nobody asked me this. I was kind of surprised. If you don't know who Yuval Harari is, 
He does sound, if you're just tuning into this show and you know the secret teachings, he does sound a little bit like Harold Kautz, just a little bit, but it's not Harold, it's Yuval Harari. Uh, maybe the most important quality to survive and flourish in the 21st century is to have mental flexibility. Not just to keep learning and changing again and again, also to keep letting go. Um, part of what makes it difficult to learn new things that we hold on. Like, you know, I spent so many years learning something and now the world has changed. And um, I, I just don't want to let go. And letting go, maybe like I'll give an example of how deep it goes. Like, it's not just what you learn in college or what you learned in kindergarten. It's even what you learned as a baby, as a toddler, like learning how to see. Mm. or learning how to walk. And what does that mean? I have to relearn how to see and walk. Well, um, as virtual reality improves, and you know, with all the talk of the metaverse and so forth that we'll discuss later on, increasingly, it's likely that there will be many more activities shifting from the physical, biological world that we know into a new reality, a virtual reality, which has different physical and biological laws. Even the laws of physics there are different. So whether you want to interact socially there, or maybe you have a job in virtual reality, in the metaverse, or maybe you design, you, 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 you have a new job designing fashion, designing shirts for virtual reality because people want to look good there. You need to forget how physics and light mm. and gravity works here because it works in a different way in, 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 in that reality. So just think, what, what does it mean? Like, it works know, in a different way. It works in a different way in that reality. Light, gravity, the laws of physics, etc. Now, considering what he just said and considering... It's not a conspiracy. It's out in the open. The contagious, self-spreading, shedding, flying syringe, no-needle vaccines using insects, using transgenic crops, basically the plot from the X-Files, or using inhalers or aerosols that can be sprayed also from planes and people, insects, animals, trees, everything could be infested or infected with these tiny nanobots that Ray Kurzweil talked about, or by genetic material that rewrites or basically slaps a patent and a barcode on everything organic, everything that's natural. I could read you the Kurzweil quote again. It's something to the effect of we will infest every living rock, tree, everything will be infected or infested with these living nanobots. So what is... What is Harari saying? Yuval Harari. He's talking about new light, new gravity, new laws of physics, okay? Now, when you inhale these no-needle vaccines, and it doesn't have to be COVID-19, so please don't think this is a show on COVID-19. It's not, and it's not on the vaccine. But the no-needle vaccines are inhaled. It's an aerosol. And I can't help but think that the inhalable vaccines have a feel similar to them because it makes you into a new person, right? You're supposed to be you're supposed to be impervious to 
to these viruses. And it's, it's can also alter if it's mRNA, it alters your, your DNA. It, it basically turns you into something a little less natural, a little less organic than you were before. So it changes you. It turns you into a, a new person. Genesis 2.7, let's just use the Bible as an example. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now that man, you know, as Adam. You know that man as Adam. For those of you who have not listened to this show or you've not read my book, The Technological Elixir, I want to share something from my book. You can grab a copy of one of the books at www.thesecretteachings.info digital or physical, you get the digital with the physical, and you'll have this information or any show you've heard, you can download and listen to the show for free, of course, where we, we've talked about what the metaverse is esoterically and what this new man is, you know, the new light, the new physics, the new laws of gravity, what that is in the metaverse. Meta is a Greek word, okay? Meta, I'm paraphrasing from the book. Meta means beyond. Meta means beyond, and it indicates something that is past, something that is out there, something that is beyond the, the natural world, something synthetic, something not natural. If you reverse the letters of meta, which is traditional in witchcraft, it's traditional in black magic, you invert and reverse because you can't create as an evil spirit, as a black magician, you want to destroy. So you invert things. So meta backwards, M-E-T-A, becomes A-T-E-M. So that becomes atom. Now, especially in magic, words that sound the same, spelled the same or otherwise, have can have the same meaning. They can have different meaning, just like in language in general, right? But if you have a word like Adam, it doesn't have to be spelled A-D-A-M. A-T-E-M, Atem, sounds like two different things. Adam and Atom. Funny enough, in German, Atem means to breathe. Atem means to breathe in German. So meta means beyond, something that is beyond the natural world. Reverse the letters, you get atom. Atom in German means to breathe. If you go to Genesis 2-7, the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. It was from the breath of God that man, Adam, became a living thing. This means that meta is Adam, or Adam, the first man. And included in his name is the breath of life. So you're inhaling whatever is being aerosolized in the environment or what is being aerosolized in these studies or what is already being spread in a variety of manners. Many of them are probably clever enough for us not to even think of them. But they call it a vaccine. Flying syringe, genetically modified bees and crops, etc. Now, Kabbalists and magicians and maybe historians will be aware of a character named Adam Kadmon. 
Adam Kadmon is the first of four worlds that came into being after the contraction of God's infinite light. If you are a member of the Golden Dawn Society, then you know this probably better than I do. Adam Kadmon is a is a, a stage or level of development, but anthropomorphized as an actual person, usually the head of a person, but it's Adam. He's the microcosmic universe inside all of us, and we're an extension of him. So if we take the name Adam and reverse it, Adam, we get Mata, Meta. It's just Meta. It works both. It's not going to change when you reverse it. Meta is Atom. Atom is Meta. The Metaverse, therefore, is the Atomverse. Or maybe Adam's curse. A new reality created and breathed into by man who long ago learned how to control the atom with the atomic bomb. Today that work is carried out through CERN and other similar facilities in the same way that man doesn't know doesn't just know how to control the atom. Man knows how to control genetics. Man can tamper with Genetics can alter genetics, can alter the world as we know it in ways that we can't imagine and in ways that we certainly witness every day. Ways that are justifying, they're justifying certain actions because of disease or climate change. Very convenient. Therefore, the metaverse is the meta curse, a digital subreality that we must be plugged into by either birth or forced choice. It's the eighth sphere, the sphere of downward development set aside from the other seven planetary spheres and their signatures and consciousnesses. It's opposition to good, positive, divine development. It's the essence of black magic. It's the divine adversary in the domain of his infernal majesty, him, the devil, Ieldaboth, whatever you want to call it. It's the sphere, the domain of Saturn, but not necessarily evil encouraging spiritual development. It's a different kind of evil. Void of good, void of balance. In Hebrew numerology, when the consonants for the names, this is something I read about in the book, Metatron, which is the angel, and Shaddai, the Almighty, are analyzed according to pre-assigned numerical values. Each totals 3, 1, 4. Now, whether by multiplication or addition, you get two significant numbers. 3 times 1 equals 3, which if multiplied by 4 gives you 12. 12 signs of the zodiac, you know all of that. Um, the sacred geometry of this relates to Metatron's cube. It relates to astronomy, the flower of life, and, and, and all of these things. If we add 3 plus 1 we get and, and 4, we get, of course, the number 8. Metatron's cube, therefore, is the metaverse. Meta is the atom, the first man who has, breathed, who has breath breathed into his nostrils. The original first man, Adam, is the mata. The element of the verse is the magical spell or curse that puts one into a hypnotic state like the one in which the soul enters upon physical birth. So we are being placed into an artificial universe, into an artificial reality. And it is a a new creation, a new world. It is a breath of new life, but not not a good one. Not a good one by any means. Now, Kabbalists, they, they refer to, or historians might refer to, you know, we've talked about the tiny little man, right? Tiny little man, the homunculus, homunculi. Or the golem. Golem is an artificial humanoid creature 
created from raw materials like dirt and clay. It's from the Hebrew word from man, awadam. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that in Hebrew, ah or awadam, something to that effect, that we get the word Adam or mata, meta. The name also stems from o-al-doma. Again, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, meaning clay of the earth. That clay was what Adam was created from before having life breathed into his nostrils. The artificial golem, however, created by man, is created for protection and destruction, whatever the operator wills. A magical name in order to operate the golem must be placed on the forehead of the creature to bring it to life. Part of that name must be removed to destroy the creature. Truth is usually written on the forehead. Truth, funny enough, in Hebrew, and again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the, the, the word right, but it's emet. Maybe if I do a little, you know, a little more of an accent, it would sound better, but emet. Removing the E, because emet means truth, removing the E kills the creature and leaves us with met. The, the E has simply been placed in front of the, the met. It's meta. It's the metaverse. The golem has awoken and been instructed to gather up servants for his creator. Some are willing, most are unaware, and those who are aware are highly resistant to this. An immersion in this new cube, this Metatron's cube, promises us all these beautiful things. Technological elixir. You're going to live forever. That's the name of my book, by the way. little plug. But that's a lie. The elixir is only as good as its source and its ingredients. Drinking of the elixir promises a new physical birth, new breath breathed into you. You'll be superhuman, impervious to, vac uh, to viruses with this new inhalable vaccine. A life that is extended and immersed, which by extension guarantees and extends the death of the soul and of the spirit. These people like Yuval Harari... And the scientists developing inhalable vaccines and the people that write the New Yorker article and they're talking about sulfur dioxide, diamond dust, etc. Spraying that in the atmosphere. Oh, look, we've never done it. But suddenly now that we're doing it, the ozone layer is healing, they say. Huh. And we can stop climate change with geoengineering, which actually will cause more warming because the planet is headed into a mini ice age. Scientists have said that for, for decades now. We always have periods where the sun is less intense, so you get periods of cooler climate on the earth. So what I'm saying here is when you breathe, whether it's up there or it's down here, and this isn't meant to scare you, but a no-needle vaccine, self-spreading contagious vaccines, we're not, this isn't about vaccines and viruses. This is about spreading material, genetic material, to rewrite your DNA, to patent you, to barcode you, to stamp you, and to plug you in to that system. Laws don't matter. What's legal and what's lawful that has no bearing on the direction of where these, there is no word to describe them, psychopaths, Malthusians, you name it, eugenicists, where they're taking the world. But they tell you what they're doing. You will inhale the vaccine. It will be everywhere. And it's not a vaccine. It's genetic material that's going to update you just like a computer in the meta or the atom verse atom or atom 
tampering with the laws of nature, genetics, atoms, and Adam symbolically expressed, you know, Adam Kadmon in all of us. This is the takeover of organic life with synthetics. This is the assimilation. More after this on The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, rdgable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info. You can grab my books on the website, only on the website. Subscribe to the show there to get access to all the shows without advertisements or listen for free. We also benefit from that. By benefit, I mean you support us and keep us on air. More after this. Don't go anywhere. It's 2023, the year of the rabbit, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero.radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player, or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. This is David John Oates from ReverseSpeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teaching with Ron Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. What are you expecting the future of the COVID? A lot of mRNA is taking care of all those viruses. And that's once a year, you should be able to get an annual booster, single dose, that has in the vial all those mRNAs for all those viruses that are, of course, adapted to the strain of a season, like flu, like COVID strain and so on. And the idea is a bit like the iPhone, where, as you know, you know, a lot of us buy a new iPhone every, every September. Uh, and you get new apps and you get refreshed apps. And that's exactly the same idea, which is you'll get Kobe. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. You get updates like a computer. To protect you for the best the science now and of the moment. The fall winter. So we can combine all those things and provide to people around the world the annual booster. So only one shot 
and they don't worry about the winter and they have a nice fall in the winter. Well, that's kind of the dream. But when does that become a reality, do you think? Oh, it's the dream. Yeah, it's the dream of people to have boosters. As you say, cardiology, we have now in a clinic a super exciting program when we inject mRNA in people's heart after heart attack to grow back new blood vessels to help revascularize the heart. So it's a bit like science fiction medicine, but that's, that's what is really exciting to me. But the, the other side of this is that right now, Moderna, though it has this pipeline, has one commercial product, and that's the spike vax. That's the actual COVID vaccination. So that's the irony of COVID, is it really has in some ways allowed you to go and develop these other areas because of the revenues that came through the door. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. Savon Bonsel of Moderna. That's the CEO of Moderna, a company that had no product. I don't know how they were even a company. But then they created a need, a necessity, a demand for their product. And now they're making obscene amounts of money. And you heard what he said there, right? Not only would you be updated, but they have a vaccine, which isn't a vaccine. It's mRNA tech for your heart. So when you have myocarditis, pericarditis, heart attack, when these things happen, the mRNA can regrow things in your heart. In other words, they have a vaccine or a shot or a drug or whatever you want to call it that can solve a problem that is either caused by lifestyle conditions which and choices, which is the largest issue of all, or caused by their other product, which admittedly causes those heart conditions. So then they have a second product so that they can sell you a solution to the problem that they created with the first product. I mean, that's like standard people joke around with that idea with drug companies. Like, oh, they sell you a drug and then that gives you symptoms and side effects. And then you got to take another drug and then that creates more side effects. And then you got to have another drug count of that. And you got to on 20 prescriptions. And well, that's what they're doing. Now, it's not just that clip because you've heard that clip before. It's also this article here. It's not just, and I have discussed this before, but this is a new article. It's not just those silly little heart problems. It's also cancer. January 21st, three days ago, Moderna's experimental vaccine, a new vaccine, treats but doesn't prevent what? What do you think this experimental vaccine is? What do you think it treats or prevents but doesn't prevent? Take a guess. I'm serious. Take a guess. Cancer. So with cancer rates reportedly, and I say reportedly because I don't know. I don't know for sure about cancer. I know for heart disease and stroke and diabetes and all these things, it's not caused by a virus. Could be caused by a vaccine that's in their own papers, but it's largely caused by other conditions. Cancer can be caused by a lot of things. It could be caused by a vaccine as well, depending on what genes they're turning on or off and what effect this is having in the body. So cancer and heart problems, which are some of the biggest killers. I mean, it's really the the treatment of cancer that's the killer. It's not always cancer, depending on what the cancer is, where it's at. But Moderna has no product, then they have a product, then some of the things that that product does, they suddenly have new vaccines to counter the effects of the first vaccine. Now, I'm not the only one that sees this, right? I'm not the, like, hello, hello, is anybody out there? I'm not the only one that sees this, right? You guys all see this too, right? 
I'm not the only one that sees that they had no product and they have a product and that product causes two specific problems, cancer and heart problems. And then suddenly they have a vaccine to counter the cancer and heart problems. <laughs> I mean, it's it's magical. And you even heard the guy is coincidental. It's coincidental. You have these you have these vaccines that fix problems that just, what do you mean it's coincidental? It's not coincidental. It's not even a conspiracy. It's just business as usual by biotech and pharmaceutical companies. I mean, besides, you want you want to let Stefan Bossel inject mRNA into your heart to fix a heart problem that he probably caused, and if he didn't cause it, it's your fault anyway that you could cure. You don't need his vaccine. When that was the preferred method of the actual real Nazis in their T4 vaccine programs, they would inject the vaccine as part of a health initiative. Oh, it's very, very much about health into your heart. Look it up. T4 vaccine. Look up the T4 vaccine program. They would inject it into the heart and then it would kill you. Big surprise, right? Not if you're a eugenicist. That's the goal. But it's free health care. Oh, free health care. Moderna has an experimental cancer vaccine and an experimental heart disease, heart attack vaccine. And they're not vaccines. So I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-mRNA technology. How about that? Now, those are the two new things. Those are the two new revelations that aren't really revelations because we've heard for some time now that these vaccines are being worked on. And in fact... I have a section in my book, The Technological Elixir, where I discussed this from over a year ago, where they were discussing and talking about this, uh, these problems and how they have solutions to problems that they've created. Conveniently. That's the same way. Same way. It's the same, it's, it's, it's the same thing, okay? It's the same thing when, you know, you have companies like, same kind of thing. You have companies that sell you cigarettes, right? And they're like, no, the flavored cigarettes aren't for kids and then people start to start to buy other products because after generations you just like smoking's kind of gross and it's not but vaping is really cool and then what did they what did they do to get you to go back to smoking cigarettes six people died from vaping yeah from ordering crap from china and then smoking it like an idiot that's something i agree with darwin those people probably you know Let's let evolution take its course, okay? If you're ordering some crap from China and then smoking it, you probably aren't, it's, you're not the fittest. Let's put it that way. But then they use that to scare people to go back to, to cigarettes in the same way that Johnson Johnson's vaccine was used because it causes thrombosis to force people to accept the mRNA. And I didn't, I didn't actually think that. A friend of mine pointed it out to me, my friend Nicole. She's like, I think they're just using the mRNA vaccine as a solution to problems that are caused by the normal vaccine, which is the Johnson and Johnson. And I was like, I don't know, you're probably right. And then suddenly Johnson and Johnson pulled for it's causing thrombosis. The safe vaccines, the MRNA vaccine. It's like, damn, my friend, Nicole knows what's going on. And then the same thing that you find it just in generally in pharmaceuticals, every drug you take, you got to take another one. It's like when you go to the, get your car fixed and suddenly, Oh, oh a wire got cut. Oh, oops. Got to bring it back to the garage. You know, it's just how shady business is conducted. Not business. It's not capitalism. It's just how shady business is conducted. And then you mix in some eugenicists that want to use it to call the population, which is also what the former chief scientific officer Pfizer said. 
and you get the current situation that we're in right now, where everything is blamed on a virus or a vaccine. So we're just going to kind of circumvent all that, and we're going to jump into another universe where there's new laws of physics and light because the world is just too, it's too negative and it's too hard. And I just want to be in the metaverse. Like Yuval Harari said, new light, new physics, new laws of physics, new gravity. So I want to, I want to bring your attention back to something. Scientists have said that the ozone layer is healing magically. What could be causing it? We need to do an episode of Blue's Clues on this. Now, what? What could they want to do with diamond dust and sulfur dioxide and aerosols and private commercial planes, military planes, uh, and perhaps inhalable, what they call vaccines? What could they want to do with this? You know, you get you set in your thinking chair and think, 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 think. Well, they're going to use it to claim because the stratospheric aerosol injection, which is the name of it, Targets the part of the, the 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 planet, let's call it, the aura of the planet, where the ozone layer has been thin, they say. And suddenly, after decades, it's healing. Right when they announce geoengineering of the stratosphere. Mark my words, they're going to claim that geoengineering can fix or has fixed the ozone layer. I mean, mark that to right now when I said it. Okay, tonight, Wednesday into Thursday, 2023, Mark that date. I told you a couple weeks ago when this article came out, they're going to say that the geoengineering fixed the ozone layer. If they don't say it directly, it's going to be strongly implied. And they're going to say it can also fix the climate in general, which isn't broken, and it can also prevent disease because we can just spray we can just spray the inhalable vaccine the Miami Herald talked about the University of Ontario, McMaster University. Just spray that into the atmosphere. And that's a vaccine for you, your pets, your friends, families. Oh, and also the planet. We're going to prevent COVID-19 because we have a zero COVID policy. This will, this will be the inhalable, no-needle, contagious, self-spreading, flying syringe vaccine. Just spreading genetic material everywhere. Patents, barcodes, you name it. And a vaccine for the planet to stop global warming and climate change because we have a zero CO2 policy as well. I mean, doesn't that kind of sound like really, really sinister and kind of the plot of a lot of science fiction stories? Well, that must be where you're getting it, Ryan. No, I'm getting it from the Miami Herald. I'm uh, When I'm saying the things I'm saying, I'm literally reading. You hear the paper? The no-needle vaccine. I'm reading the National Geographic. I'm reading, I mean, it's, it's the reports of major universities. Here's McMaster University. I mean, you got Johns Hopkins. Here's another one. Uh, Jacobs School of Medicine and Biomedical Science, University of Buffalo. Uh, for, for everything we've talked about, there's, there's something behind it. Okay. I want to bring your attention back to the ozone layer, and I want you to bring your attention back to this. University of Copenhagen research team back in May of last year discovered highly reactive chemical compounds in the atmosphere. They call them hydrotrioxides. They say the chemicals are oxidizing and likely to affect both human health and global climate. Huh. I guess that means that it's hydrotrioxides that are damaging your health. It's not the excessive high-calorie non-nutrient food that you're eating. It's not the stress. 
It's not the anxiety. It's not drugs and medications and vaccines. And it's also what's affecting the global climate. It's not just you breathing. It's also these hydrox or hydrotrioxides. That's what's affecting the climate. It's just a mysterious thing that we've never seen it before. We've never seen hydrotrioxides. Now, maybe you're a scientist, a chemist, a bio- biochemist, I don't know, whatever, or an earth science, whatever. And maybe you've heard of hydrotrioxides. And if you have, let me know. But the, the point of this is, I've never heard of them. You've never heard of them. And earth.com and all these other news sites are saying, our research team just discovered them. You just, you just discovered them in the middle of a pandemic and a global warming crisis. And they just mysterious and invisible. And they just happen to be contributing to poor health and to a poor environment. Like, really? I'm supposed to believe that? I don't think so. But that's the first one. Let me bring your attention back to this, too. Gizmodo, November 21st, 2022. A soil fungus that causes lung infections is spreading across the U.S. And then we heard about RSV and more vaccines and then a double-demic, a triple-demic, quadruple-demic. It's just like a, it's just a gangbang of of, of pandemics is what it is all the time. Soil fungus that causes lung infections. When a person breathes in the spores of the fungus, they can contract an infection called histoplasmosis. Again, if you're a scientist, whatever, you've heard of histoplasmosis. Maybe you've heard of this. I'm not saying this fungus thing isn't real. I'm saying that suddenly it's the reason why people are getting lung infections when, you know, prob- or having trouble breathing. When trouble breathing could be a sign of being overweight, it could be obesity, it could be a sign of well, they say a virus, it could be a sign even of the vaccine, allergic reactions, you know, subtle allergic reactions. It could be a sign of a lot of things, but it's, it's the soil fungus causing it. They found that just in time. Here's another one. This was four days before the soil fungus. Climate change is worsening headaches and other neurological diseases, says study. Oh, headaches are caused and neurological diseases are caused by climate change i guess if you're a compulsive worrier maybe you get a a headache from it but you see the parallel here let me take you back to that earth.com article the scientists these hydro trioxides suspect that trioxides are able to enter into tiny airborne particles called aerosols aerosols again helpful vaccines geoengineering stratospheric aerosol injections sun dimming solar radiation management you name it Aerosols, which can be easily inhaled and lead to various health hazards, including, get this, cardiovascular and respiratory disease. So invisible chemicals are causing cardiovascular and respiratory disease. Soil fungus is causing respiratory disease. And climate change is causing neurological diseases. Funny how cardiovascular, respiratory, and neurological conditions are the very things caused when there are vaccine issues caused by those so-called vaccines. And then suddenly, it's not the vaccines, it's highly reactive chemicals, soil fungus, and climate change is causing the problem. Here's another one. People are getting sick with mystery illness and testing negative for COVID. RSV in the flu, you tested negative for the triple-demic. What could it be? It could be anything. It's not COVID, it's not RSV in the flu, and they don't test for COVID RSV or the flu anyway, so doesn't matter if you're sick or you're not sick. None of that really matters. But the whole point is trying to blame classical lifestyle problems on 
environmental factors, climate change, and things like that, you name it. And that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. In fact, when we had Don Lester and David Parker on the show relatively recently, uh, I don't remember the exact date, it was like two weeks ago, we talked about how virtually everything is being like every condition is being blamed on COVID-19. Fortune magazine, October 2022, said strokes, heart attacks, sudden death, extreme dizziness, heart pounding, heart attack, myocarditis, pericarditis, in their own words. I didn't I didn't just say those. Myocarditis, pericarditis, those are quotes. Blood clots, thrombus or thrombosis, neurological cases, type 1 diabetes are all a result of the virus rather than natural conditions or a vaccine. And by natural conditions, I, I, I just mean like, you know, personal decisions, etc. Okay. Now, when you put all this into consideration with the chemicals and the soil fungus and the mysterious illness and climate change is worsening, that you start to realize, wait, wait a minute, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Something's off here, just, just a little bit. Something's kind of off here. Um, every condition, every problem we have is the virus or climate change. You've heard me reference how these things are really similar, right? The no COVID policy, zero tolerance, no CO2, ending emissions and all that stuff. It, they're how, very similar. Don't breathe. That's spreading the virus. The vaccine's the solution to both. Very similar. And that's what they're telling us in, in regard to all the illnesses, everything that you have, every problem that you have nowadays, it's all the result of climate change, neurological issues caused by climate change, neurological issues, cardiovascular disease, lung problems, everything, every little thing is caused by a virus or in some cases it's caused by climate change. It, you would just think that there could be other causes, right? They're like there could be other things could could cause these problems, but no, that's apparently not the case. They're only caused by those two particular things. Hmm. In fact, I have a January 9th report here. I don't know the exact date of the airing, but this is an Australian news broadcast where they're telling you that it's the weather causing all these problems. It's climate change. Take a listen. Melbourne's wildly fluctuating weather could be putting Victorians at greater risk of cancer or other illnesses. A Monash University study has looked at the long-term impact of the city's famous four seasons in one day with surprising results. From summer snow to searing heat days later... Melbourne is notorious for having one of the most temperamental climates in the world. Over the past couple of days and weeks, we've certainly lived up to that reputation. But according to a new study, our wild weather could be taking a serious toll on our health. Our study is the first to look at uh, the temperature fluctuation and the gene expression. First in Australia and first in the world. Researchers from Monash University collected blood samples from 479 people exposed to fluctuating temperatures each day for a week. They found significant changes to genes linked to diseases like breast and colorectal cancer, schizophrenia, depression and bipolar. The findings are significant, but it's still early days. Researchers have only tested females so far. They hope to assess men and pregnant women exposed to the same conditions in the near future. 
1.75 million deaths are associated with unstable temperatures around the globe each year, and older Australians face the biggest risk. Researchers hope the breakthrough will lead to further action against climate change. In the meantime, there are small steps you can take to protect yourself. Oh, I was waiting. I was waiting for the for the money shot, is and then there it is. It's because of climate change, and it's just because they found genes that do things that have links to diseases. Like anything can be linked to anything else, first of all. But second of all, 1.7 million people dying from like weather or... So we have like 10,000 people that die from natural disasters every year in the world. That's down from about half a million 100 years ago. We're doing better. But most of the people that die from weather, like from, well, let's say temperature changes, are dying from cold weather, not hot weather. In fact... Warmer weather would mean that people are going to be less likely to die because way more people, like hundreds of thousands, millions of people more die from cold rather weather instead of hot weather. But they don't tell you that. It's extremely misleading. And they certainly don't, they said they didn't even look at men, they certainly don't look at the fact that when you watch reports like this, the weather could be fine. It could be a really beautiful day. But the more you watch crap like that, the more likely it is you're going to believe that things are terrible outside. Just like Bill Hicks said. It's like I'm watching CNN. And they just say like murder, rape, torture, stabbing, shootings, car wrecks. And then I walk out my window and it's just crickets. And it's like, where's all this stuff happening, man? Is Ted Turner's making this up. Ted Turner's making this stuff up. You know, stuff's happening in the world, sure, but climate change is causing people to become sick. No, people are causing people to become sick. Watching garbage like this makes people sick. Hopefully, the secret teachings is your all-inclusive vaccine against this type of garbage. By the way, I also have to mention, I'd, I'd be, uh, move my papers here. I'd be very regretful if I didn't mention Lisa Marie Presley. Lisa Marie Presley's cause of death is unknown. Unknown. They still don't know. Okay. The autopsy that was completed on the singer-songwriter who died of cardiac arrest, they say didn't die of cardiac arrest. The cause of death is unknown. So she went into cardiac arrest. She dies, but they still don't know the cause of death. Man gets run over by train but they can't decide how he died. Okay, that's kind of what they're saying. So here's what the spokeswoman, Sarah Ardellini, tells Yahoo Entertainment. Presley was examined on January 14th, and the cause of death was deferred. Deferred the cause of death. Deferred means that after an autopsy, a cause of death has not been determined, and the medical examiner is requesting more investigation into the death, including additional studies. Once the tests Slash studies come back. The doctor evaluates the case again and makes the cause of death determination. Now, they're so quick. Motorcycles, gunshots, you know, erotic asphyxiation, anything could have been caused by a virus. But then people like Lisa Marie Presley start dropping dead. Comedians, athletes, old people, but largely young people, playing sports, singers, musicians, I mean, ABC producers. C.J. Harris just died. Did you know that? C.J. Harris, 31 years old, died of a heart attack. 
just a few days ago. The American Idol star. 31. Died. Gone. Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie Presley drops from cardiac arrest, but it's not cardiac arrest that killed her. It's not the virus. So, huh. I'm not saying it was a vaccine because I don't know. But in her particular case, it seems weird. That you're gonna def- they're going to defer the autopsy or defer the results of the autopsy. They're not, they're not sure what killed her. Could have been drugs. Could have been heart, you know, heart disease. It could have been a lot of things that was her fault, her problem. But when you have so many people like this, just, I mean, this is the same week. C.J. Harris, Lisa Marie Presley, I could go and find you. Athletes, young people, musicians, producers, uh, literally just dropping dead. But that doesn't mean that I think, you know, the, look at the Diamond and Silk story. They won't say if they were vaccinated. Um, and then it's like, well, the, the implication is the Diamond wasn't vaccinated, right? So... She wasn't vaccinated. Somebody shed on her. And it's just like, that's a real big stretch, man. Come on. Real big stretch. Um, and, and by the way, when you, when you sit back and you look at these, these stories like this, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I, I, I feel as if I, I, I think I think that there's it's just there's more than these isolated cases or stories there's link everything links together not because like it's some conspiracy but because you know when you have cause and reaction those things are linked together and if you can't observe cause and reaction then nothing has any meaning or purpose and it's back to what we discussed last night it's just this pointless useless, worthless world that we live in. There's, there's no point to anything. There's no meaning to anything. And when you can accept that, when you decide to accept that, Yuval Harari wins. Yuval Harari gets what he wants. Where gravity and light don't make any more sense. The earth is, I'm not saying the earth is exactly a ball, but the earth is flat and there was a mud flood in Tataria. And I'm not saying there wasn't an ancient civilization. But when you have psyops working to undermine your trust in reality, people undermining your faith in government, in medicine, in the republic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it's because they want to force you into a position of compromise, make the world terrible, reset everything, consume everything, collectivize everything, and then plug you into that system. That's why you can't be sure if gravity is even a real thing. Woo! Why do you think people think that gravity is not real? I don't know what gravity is, but something did that to my pen. It's something pulled it down. I don't know what it was. Call it gravity. Call it whatever. When they convince you on social media that that's not real, that's Yuval Harari talking when he tells you we have to make the, 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 the gravity, we have to understand it differently. The light and the gravity and the laws of physics, it changes in the metaverse. Sure it does. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. This is The Secret Teachings. I really appreciate you tuning in tonight. You can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday. And you can catch us on any radio or podcast player. When you listen there, download the show. Download it five or six times and then delete the other the episode, <laughs> delete the extra shows. We get paid for those advertisements. So we make most of our money there. And then you can subscribe to the ad-free show. You won't get those ads. You'll support us more directly www.thesecretteachings.info 
You can subscribe there. You can buy a copy of one of my books. Your subscription gets you access to the digital copies anyway. Uh, Montage is private RSS feed. Also check us out on social media, TST underscore underscore radio and facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Now I should have some guests coming up tomorrow and Friday. I think we'll have a guest tomorrow and Friday. Stay tuned for confirmation of that. rdgable at yahoo.com, tstradio at protonmail.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. I hope you have a really great night, great morning, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. The music, by the way, is White Bat Audio. You can find them on YouTube. YouTube.